0: Today is a beautiful day. Really cool. It, yeah, it's it's Wednesday midway through the week. We we got some really, really good news on Tuesday, uh here on the lovely Kenai Peninsula. The rest of the world could have been a shit show. I I don't know.
1: Um but well yeah. the really cool thing here on the peninsula was um uh last night borough mayor Charlie Pierce went around and uh tucked everyone in at night. Um sprinkled a little glitter on their driveway. And uh, left balloons for everybody. So like it was, yeah.
0: So so the Chuck Pierce, uh, the the Chuck Pierce ferry came through. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So if you have a sprinkle of glitter, um, you know, in your front uh, or in your driveway, don't think some Epstein kid was visiting your kids. Um, no, no, no. no, I mean, you should
1: be suspicious, but.
0: Some of you totally should be, but no, no. It was just Mayor Charlie Pierce going out, giving, uh, putting sprinkles in your driveway, and and giving you, uh, give you an extra. We made it through this. We're making it through this. Pat on the back. Add yeah. a boy. Add a girl. Add a other. Really, um, yeah. no, no. The really add of them. So we <laughs> talked. A, one of the big conversations that you and I had, not necessarily on the podcast last week, was the idea of karma. Uh, and and yeah. how it it wrapped up with what went into the mayor, and we didn't really touch on that, which was um, some something some people thought was kind of a mistake. I mean, we had a lot of uh, conversations about it, but we didn't post a podcast about what happened uh, specifically with the mayor last week.
1: Um, no, but, I, well, well what go ahead. The, one thing I think we should let our listeners know is that all of our really good conversations never get recorded. So, Never like, ever. I ever. just want all of our listeners. Yeah, I want all of our listeners to know that they're missing out on so much. Yeah,
0: yeah. They should just uh, they should just record our lines like the uh, CIA. In fact, I'm pretty sure the CIA or the NSA have those conversations. If we can get those from I was them,
1: say, like, there's some guy at the NSA right now like making a fortune off of our podcast. Laughing not, is like, laughing he his
0: balls off. He's all he's doing is just jacking our content. And he's reveal like, he's saying it on his podcast. That's all he does. He jacks people's, like, phone conversations and then posts it on his podcast. And his name is Joe yeah. Rogan. Um, <laughs> Mark Maron and Joe Rogan. Yeah, they're just going through everybody's shit. Um, no, but in a very, very real way, like, if you guys are, gals and others are interested in what happened with the, the mayor of Anchorage, we'll, we'll have that podcast coming up very soon. You can Google it. Look it up. It's hilarious. Um, but no, the good, the really good news that came out of the Kenai Peninsula yesterday uh, via Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, AFC 135 pound champion, no longer champion. Let's just say he is no longer champion. He is forced to relinquish his belt. This isn't some WWE stuff. He got signed by the UFC. He is fighting on, uh, October 31st. He's fighting on Halloween, um, on the Anderson Silva-Uriah Hall card. So this is Anderson Silva's last fight, and Victor gets to go to it and
1: punch somebody in Victor, the face. Victor Rodriguez. Now, okay, first, than, I've got a couple things about i got to say about this. One, if anyone has met Victor, um, you you will meet a wonderful, sweet, helpful kid who can beat the crap out of you. On that note, he, I he think signed. Cool. With, he signed with the UFC to duck me. That makes That's all sense. I'm well, yeah, like because I was I was getting ready to challenge him. I, I'm pretty sure he heard about that, and uh, so he's like, you know, what? I'm just going to go sign with the UFC real quick. So like, sorry, can't fight you.
0: Sorry, Jake, you're not signed to the UFC. I can only fight UFC fighters. Yeah,
1: so I, I get it. Like I, you know. I, I think I, I mean, he's got a great management crew. Like, they were know.
0: smart to, to not take that fight.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. The um, well, that, it's you know, actually, I kind of appreciate it too because my shoulder's a little messed up. But I still think, yeah, so yeah, we know how that would ended. Yeah. It ended with one of us in the UFC, ducking the yeah. other one. <laughs>
0: so interesting note. um, Corey Spooner now has a UFC, fight, uh, UFC fighter on his resume. Does that mean Corey Spooner's next?
1: Oh, oh easy, easily. Yeah. The um, No, I mean, the only guy I think I've ever seen, like, smoking a cigarette on the way down to the ring. Um, <laughs> that might have been a little too harsh. <laughs> but, no, Corey, Corey Spooner's, like, he's... Um, you know, yeah, Corey Spooner's—he's uh, a little bit what we call like a road warrior. Um, maybe a guy not with like the best record, but a guy that's willing to—a um, guy that's willing to get in there on short so, notice at any time and, and go and anywhere. do just
0: about anything for a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I have so no. many jokes I can make right now that I'm <laughs> gonna.
0: Um, well, so we were talking about this before, and one of the things that I think that people um, are going to take away from this with Victor's fight on October 31st is that Alaskan fighters, A, it's not a huge community, but it's fucking tough. You know, like, these yeah, are, no. it, the fighters here, unless you own a gym, right? And there's only a few fighters that own gym. Maybe there's a couple of guys out at Legacy, maybe a guy in Fairbanks or something. Um hmm Our boy, uh, our boy dreads, uh, up in Anchorage with, uh, crazy kids. But like, there aren't a lot of gym owners that are also coaches. So in in order to be a fighter up here, um, you have to have a job. And a lot of these guys have to take like day gigs because they've got to, they've got to have a schedule open for training and a schedule open for this and the ability to like take off from work to go fight. Um, Like Victor's a, Victor's a fighter, but he's also a construction worker. Like this dude's hammering nails in 20 below.
1: That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of guys here. It's like, not only are they fighting and training constantly, but they're also like hanging fucking drywall. Like, you know, and like, and it's, um, Alaska is such a, um, you know, yeah, we talked about this. Like it's, I uh, I think we take the, when you live up here long enough or like me I was born up here like you kind of take for granted what like the uh granted granted mm-hmm. Maybe. um you, uh, yeah the um uh what what it's like to live up here so like like you said like you're, you're like your hammer and nails in 20 below you um you know you uh you start fires to stay warm like every day it's survival like, up here. Because, you know what? You lose your power, and it gets cold uh, in the winter. You die. Like, that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so, and there's not, like, there's not a lot of people up here to sponsor you, you know, if you're a fighter. It's not like you're going to get, like, oh, Nike's going to come along and be like, here, you know, why don't you just train for a living? Um, but you're already, there's already a tough mentality. And um, I think I like I don't think we look at that often enough as Alaskan. that like like every time we leave our house in the winter we're risking death. Whether it be the slippery, icy roads, um just the cold, like I mean it it's nuts and I think um I think uh the UFC and other fighting organizations are going to see like they're going to start seeing the Alaskan fighter because the average Alaskan is already a fighter. Yeah,
0: just the, so the
1: Gens are doing is training them. Yeah,
0: and you've got like you've got some some really savage coaches up here. Like you've got you've got dudes that are and put you through the ringer because they were put through the ringer and at twenty below. Um, you have uh, like Kashikan's uh, BJJ team out there, right? Um, they have, they currently have the 145 pound champion in the AFC. There's nothing else to do in catch a can during the winter, but like train and maybe fish. I don't know. I'm, I'm not from catch but there's not a damn thing out there to do. Uh, same thing with, uh, like Alaska used to be known for basketball. You produced Mario Chambers. You produced Carlos Bozier. Um, Carlos Bozier came from, uh, Juno, which is not considered a basketball Mecca by any shape, uh, in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, they don't have Rucker Park up there. They got a covered skate park, which is cool. Nowhere else has that, but yeah. um, they they
1: have one hoop with a chain on it and it's broken half the time.
0: Yeah, and uh and that was the same hoop that uh Mario Chambers was playing on in the eighties. So um, Well
1: he's the guy he's the guy that dunked on it and broke it, and that's in and, and Rex Juno's possibility of being the mecca of basketball.
0: Well, he didn't want anyone coming for him. Like, he was already there. He had a spot. And he's like, I'm not going to let any of these Junoites you know, take my place, and I'm going to break the hoop. But what's great is that
1: like – that's, that's the Alaska survival mentality.
0: Yeah. It's basically if you've got zombies chasing you, push down the fat kid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Actually, I like to run backwards pointing at him. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die, fatty. <laughs> They're gonna get you. It's gonna suck, fatty. Um, uh, one yeah. thing, That's that's one thing I do want to point out too, though, is like like right now, what is it? It's like it's six thirty in the morning, our time. It's yeah. twenty degrees outside, and you're like, I'm gonna go for a walk. Yeah. Like there's there's people that put on sweaters when it's seventy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. And, you know, like and that's why I think that, that you have your guys that like that get puffed up out here and then they, they go down south and then they really thrive. Then they really go bananas. Um so Jared Cannoneers, uh, from Anchorage used to train out at Legacy BJJ. He's getting ready to fight um former middleweight champion of the world, Robert Whitaker. Israel Adesanya has already gone on record and said uh, if if he uh, makes the show of Robert Whitaker, Jared Cannonier is next for that middleweight strap, and and that dude's a fucking Sith Lord. Um, now the only thing that I can, the only comparison, like the only common opponent that I can point to off the top of my head is Anderson Silva. Um, Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannonier both fought uh, Anderson Silva, and Israel Adesanya was very very respectful. He was very, very kind, like, the only way, kind in a fight, you know, but like he could have he could have killed Anderson, he didn't kill Anderson. Jared cannoneer killed Anderson, Jared cannoneer yeah. mowed him down um, because when you fight up here, especially if you're like a guy who has kids like victor, like like Jared, like that's how we do tough shit to feed our kids just to exist up here. Um, you're, you're spending two weeks on an oil platform or, uh, or out in the North slope and it's, you know, 50 below in October. Um, you're, you're fucking, you're tougher than the, the dude that, you know, is, I don't know, fucking working it in and out in Fort Worth.
1: Yeah. No, yes. there's um, <clears throat> it's funny because it's like, like, I mean, if you think about it, even on your basic level of existence here, it's tough. It's like, all right, I got to go out in 40 below and go to, like, just go to school. Like, my kids got to go to school. Like, oh, they're just not going to have outside recess today. Like, you don't realize, like, because it's just, it's just natural. Like, I think yeah. you go anywhere else in the world and um, it's 40 below. They're like, oh, dude, we're not, and like, no, oh, there's, like, everyone stay home and, like. Hunker down, like it's dangerous, and we're just like, Oh man, I guess I would have which would have changed my radiator fluid because, like my heater's not working as good as it as I wanted to in the car, like, but we'll we'll be fine, just grab a blanket, um like yeah, it's, like it's, it's, um elastic. or let me get on my snow
0: motorcycle, fuck it, <laughs> it's forty degrees below, I should go outside and play, um, you know, let me get on my. Let me get on my snow machine.
1: Yay! Today's a good day. This is, um, let's see how much. Let's see how much icicles I can grow on my labia. Um, uh, well, well,
0: that's a whole other. That's a whole other conversation for uh, for the, the the hardworking ladies of Spinard in January. Like, really, every job here is tougher. You don't think that there's a hooker, a streetwalker on Spinard in January? Who doesn't wish she was a street walker in, like, some warmer place? You know, I fucking <laughs> Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman never had to tough it out in Alaska. You want to make tough Pretty Woman? You do it in Alaska. You want to remake Pretty Woman? Do it in Alaska. Do it on Spanard. It's some hooker at 4 a.m. Uh, you Because know, that and, girl
1: knows how to survive, and she's making bank. For real, dude.
0: Like she's not gonna, she's not gonna freeze to death. She's gonna starve. And if it's just making money to to buy firewood, she's getting your fucking ass heated up, dude. Um, bless her heart. She's doing it well, for and you. Here,
1: here's the fun thing too that we. Uh, this is like a common. It's um, it's sort of a joke, but it's it's a real occurrence that um, you'll see throughout Alaska. Twenty, thirty below. freaking girls. Showing up to, uh, to school in shorts. Yeah. Like, like you always make fun of that girl, but like, dude, like, this is just how, like, this is just how it is when you're born here. Like, so we have hard, tough people. Now, uh, Victor's extra interesting because, um, he grew up over, uh, I was going to say overseas. I should say climb the wall, uh, the not yet built wall. um, And then came up here. So, Victor's gone from tough to tough. Yeah. And extreme, Uh,
0: extreme, extreme tough.
1: Yeah. Um, But I think, uh, but he's, like, he's spent, like, he's spent enough time up here that I would consider him an Alaskan, for sure. Yeah. Um, The, uh, because, yeah, like... uh, like he's yeah like you said you know it's it's 20 degrees it's 20 below the um you know and he's like he's like oh let me build you know let me build you a shed real quick yeah You you
0: know it's um it's just a different degree of toughness and i appreciate it and i'm grateful to to get to see it because um i i said it before and i think i've said it on the podcast as well like Within the next year and a half, this place is going to become a Mecca for training. And I say that with all due respect, uh, mostly to Mecca. But people are going to be coming here because of that, because of those things, right? Like, you you can become tourist tough. Like, you can come up here... Uh, in February, and if you've got a fight or some other competition coming up, train here for six to twelve weeks, and you are going to become t- uh, physically tougher than you are uh, than you were
1: when you left. Um, it's like when Rocky was beating up the beef and in the, the cooler.
0: Dude, it's like when Rocky was running up the mountain in Russia. You know, like it's just, oh, it's just here's a mountain.
1: That is one, that is one thing though that like um if if there's any fighter listening to this um one thing I do want to um kind of warn them about and clarify is we we don't have um enough statues of Rocky around so but, you're going to
0: have to become your mm, own.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to maybe you can get a friend bring a friend have them stand up on top of the mountain like with their arms up. So when you run up there like I don't, oh God. it's probably better for identical twins um,
0: well shit dude yeah, we, it's Alaska we've got ice sculptors
1: yeah oh we could do that yeah okay so yeah so just bring bring some money um, but you, you're, you're think- going to have to get up there actually no you don't I was going to say you're going to have to get up the mountain fast before it melts but no it won't melt in the winter you're fine
0: Yeah. yeah. alright alright um, Anything else on your radar news wise
1: um the um <laughs> it, it, okay, I will bring up the oh there was one thing I wanted to mention was um so there's uh when we were talking about fighters, uh, we didn't bring up Benjamin Bennett, which oh
0: yeah,'ll um, talk about Benjamin Bennett, definitely worth talking yeah. about young Benjamin Bennett.
1: Yeah, so I believe he um, is. He's world champion in the amateur MMA. Yep. Or was um, the uh, I believe he was the ringside uh, boxing champion as well. Now I don't know who he's fighting for. I think it's very interesting. I think it's very interesting that he did not get picked with the UFC. Now I don't know if that was a UFC thing or if he decided to go a different direction. Um, I, in fact, he'd I, be a wonderful person to get on the podcast.
0: I believe, and I could be mistaken, uh, but that um, the tournament that he won was part of a uh, Brave. So that took that he may be signed to Brave out in the Middle East right now. Uh, now, uh, uh, Shazamet, uh Kamea, I'm butchering his name. I still don't know it yet. He just came from Brave, so I mean, I don't know if if he shines there you know he's going to move on to bigger and better things um yeah i don't know it's it's he's an interesting character because he came from the amateur uh ranks and one of the things that a lot of folks aren't going to know is because we don't have like any kind of athletic commission like that um you're there's a really good chance you can unintentionally have a pro fight on there you know yeah. and and that totally disqualifies you from from amateur rankings
1: so I, I have a couple, um, I have a couple of Benjamin Bennett stories. Um, so one thing, uh, anyone listening, like go, like go check out Benjamin Bennett. This guy's an incredible fighter. I think he, um, I think he's out of Fairbanks originally. Um, but I don't know where he's, he's he's down in the States now. Um, he's also, he's a very, um, much like Victor, he's a very sweet man. He's like, he's a very nice guy. Um, uh, he uh, he put on a promotion uh, in Fairbanks. Oh, I wish I, I he he ran it for a while. I wish I could remember what it was called, but he was probably I mean easily he was one of the best promoters I ever worked with. But you know, fighter promoters are the best because they understand like, whatever everyone's is going to. But um, so the um, and this and he's a great example of another Alaskan fight. like. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, I think this place is going to blow up. It's going to be interesting because you're going to see a Fairbanks group, uh, Anchorage group, and I think you're going to see a Peninsula
0: group. Um, I absolutely think you're going to see a Peninsula group. I think that we have too many very high level trainers um, in uh, in in between gi, no gi, uh, boxing, kickboxing. Um, you have you have the guys over uh, at, at Redemption, Coach uh, Coach Isaac and and Coach George building and coach they've Jay. got and coach oh, um yeah yeah but nobody talks about him um
1: <laughs>
0: but but Isaac and George um I mean between uh Liz Clay between Sean Babbitt um between Mae Britton I mean like it's not like they're just oh making God. really oh. tough children um they're like May's a like a close to 50 year old woman she's been on the podcast as well um who uh you know coaches kids' class and that makes her uh that makes her a better jujitsu well, fighter i mean she's a bad badass purple belt or maybe a brown belt now
1: we yeah. um well uh we or they i don't know how to how it. anyway redemption has um redemption has a, like a like a small handful of world champions yeah well steel sharpened um, steel and there's
0: nothing else to do in december
1: yeah no and like yeah, and you know i mean. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, we get bored, and so you just have to like mess some people so, up.
0: So I mean, hypothetically, ideally, like your your guys um, are spending your their winters training, and their summers they're out on the fishing boats. You know, they're pulling hundreds of pounds of wine. Um,
1: yeah. You know, like well, they, and in the winter they're chopping down trees and cutting them up to burn. So they can and then again, choking like people's this. faces off. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you,
0: if you've got a guy who chops wood to keep himself from dying and that dude has a choke on you, he's probably not going to let go because he can either move to a place where he's not going to risk dying in the middle of winter um, or, uh, or he can let you go and give you a fighting chance. Nah, dude, you're just good. Good night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And well, and the, the, the funny thing about it is it's the, um, the the weird it is uh there's no it, like in the Alaskan world this is just kind of how you live like there's yeah. no sense of urgency there's not like I mean there's like a, you know you have to do it but there's not like oh my God I might preach to death there's no panic there's just like yeah got to cut some wood otherwise we're gonna all gonna die anyone and we're not gonna help?
0: die right now I got a couple hours to do it but it's still gonna be a shitty job
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, the, um, so, yeah, I was, um, I, I, I'm going to throw out my, my Benjamin Bennett story. Um, This is the first time I met, this is the first time I met this gentleman. Um, I, and I had seen, I, I ended up, uh, having several encounters with him later and later, but, uh, the first time I, um, I was announcing for a promotion and Benjamin Bennett came down from, um, from Fairbanks to fight in a Kenai promotion and uh, his his opponent had pulled out and um, the promoter of that particular promotion, which is um, Liz's mom, um, she was like, don't worry, you're still going to get paid. And he's like, I'm not worried about the money. Like, I, I've trained really hard and, you know, like I really came down for a fight. So, one of the guys who I had cornered for prior um, and actually trained at, like, one of my old gyms, um, like, the early days, um, he was like, he was like, I'll take the fight. Um, the um, it, And it was a beautiful thing because, like, Benjamin, like, had some extra, like, had extra shorts and stuff like that that he, like, gave the guy. Um, So this was like a, this was a, like, the guy came, the guy came to, his name's Tyler Mead He came down to watch the fights and ends up fighting. Um And I had worked with Tyler quite a bit. Tyler has really heavy, hands, but no defense. Um, and so I, I, I'm in the locker room with Tyler and Benjamin and Benjamin's uh friend as they're helping Tyler get ready to fight. And his friends goes, or he says, um, "Punch him in the ding ding." He hates that, <laughs> which, is my, which is now like, which is now my uh, my strategy for everything. I'm like, so go out there, hit him in the balls, like right off the bat, because you always get one. Um, so
0: check it out. Uh, that was the first fight before Christmas, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, that might have been. Yeah, the um, so uh, Kurt. I can't remember Kurt's last name. He was refing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that that was the weird. Um, that was the weird. Like the first time I'd ever seen a standing eight count in an MMA match. By the way, like that was that was weird. Um, I, I believe that was one
0: of uh, several encounters that um, veteran fighter Corey Spooner had with. Uh, future UFC fighter Victor Rodriguez. Victor submitted him via armbar. Oh. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And then we almost you got a free run. fight afterwards with uh, Vic and Jay Harris.
1: By the way, Jay, Jay Harris, I was in his corner. He was my fighter. Um, yeah, that was a wonderful moment because... And that, I am so upset that that fight never happened. Because, um, by the way... Um, like Jay. I, I mean Jay's my guy. Julian's Julian's one of my best friends and he's my fighter and he's my guy. He's like, actually it was it was the Benjamin Bennett event that he put on when uh Julian Harris uh Julian the Hurricane Harris, my guy, when we went up and we won the title when we took the title from Fairbanks. Um and uh yeah, that was uh, and that's why I also too, like Benjamin, like the uh Benjamin was a wonderful promoter. He handled everyone with so much respect. Um he paid the fighters well. Um he was there at the after party and w- he was trying to line up extra um extra fights. It was like it was adorable. Um yeah, I'm sad that I'm sad that the Jay Perry uh like I'll talk to you off like off, <laughs> off recording on a couple of these things, but I'm sad that Jay and Victor never happened. Um, because I, cause I've seen some sparring. Um, the, uh, and I love both of those guys. to Death. But I'm anyways, sorry so, that uh, we couldn't
0: make Jay Harris and Doug McFrush. I'm still, that, that, gonna, yeah, we couldn't gonna gonna, make that
1: happen. It'll, it'll happen. Like, I think that, I think that would be a good next fight. Um, Honestly it's it's gonna be Jay. Like I like you know, love Doug to death, but like Doug I mean Doug's a zombie. Doug beats you down by just coming forward. But um but Doug also he gets <laughs> in the he gets in this habit of clowning and um Jay can score points all day. Like Well Jay's Jay is very fast, can-
0: Jay's very strong. Um, and what does that look? What does that speed look like at you know like 180?
1: Uh, it's still there. Actually, that's so. That's that's the uh, kind of the argument and the issue I've always had with Jay. Jay's always wanted to drop weight. Uh, I've always wanted him to stay at 155. Um, because at 155, when he walks around at 170 and drops to 155 and rehydrates to 170. Um, Jay has incredible power. Um, but I get it. You don't want to, you don't want to be hit by a guy with 155. but, um, no, the, um, Jay is all about, um, Jay is about whether or not he, um, how willing to dedicate himself is he also like, I've let him down on occasion too, because there's been a lot of times where like I had a lot of stuff going on in my life and I couldn't dedicate a lot of time to him. Um, but, um, the time he needs, but, um, Jay, when he's in peak form, um, I would have loved to see Jay versus Victor back in the day. Um, I think that would have been the most epic fight that could have been had on the peninsula.
0: I think the fight to make, and this is one that I've been trying to make with Matt Plant for a while. And I've I've faced some resistance, but I don't think I'll face any resistance anymore. Big, nasty Brody Adams and Jack Windsor, the nasty gentleman, versus Victor Rodriguez and Matt Parker in a tag team match. Victor and Matt Parker come in at a combined weight of 155 pounds. (laughs) which is roughly the weight of one of Brody Adams' arms. Um,
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it sounds fair.
0: Yeah. No, no. Here's here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Not to, uh, you know, like you, you throw Victor out there in a luchador mask, you throw Parker out there in a Viking mask, you know, and they're the tiny barbarians. Yeah, or like, or you just
1: grab a couple toddlers. Like, no one's gonna know the difference. There's the mask. Just put them like, in the
0: ring with uh with my my three month old and see what happens.
1: Can yeah, can, my,
0: try, like, can, my, on... can can Oliver stop the, uh, the 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 submission from uh from Victor? Maybe not. Can he uh, can he stop the power bomb of uh, Brody Adams? Probably
1: not, but we're going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one way to get rid of a baby. Oh. oh, man. No, the, okay, so, oh, anyway, so I was, I was going back to the Benjamin Bennett and uh, Tyler May fight. Um, so, because I work with Tyler, like, I knew, there's one thing I know about Tyler. He, uh, he like, I think he even had his nose, like, carterized. Like, his nose bleeds all the time, right? So, um, so when I go in and I talk to Kurt, like, um, and I'm just announcing, I'm not even in Tyler's corner. I, I just, I say, Hey, Kurt, like, I, I work with this guy, um, a little bit and I know like he bleeds really easy. So don't stop, don't stop the fight just cause he's bleeding. Um, like his nose just, it just like one punch, and his nose just starts pouring out blood. So I give Kurt the heads up to like not stop the fight early. I didn't realize who the fuck Benjamin Bennett was. Um, and and poor Tyler, he's just like he's like I didn't expect the fight today, but whatever. Um, and he's just in there, and um, I remember hearing the first couple cracks when Benjamin hit him. And I'm like, oh, oh! I just told this guy not to stop the fight. <laughs> like, uh, it was so, like I, it's one of I don't know. I have mixed feelings. We, I, it's one of the, it's one of the stories I, I say all the time where because it was the right thing to say. Hey, just because he's bleeding, don't stop the fight. But on the same token, fight should have been stopped a lot earlier. Like, the dude was getting cracked, and like, and I feel like I I might have been responsible for that.
0: So he's got a
1: stutter now, and <laughs> well he 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 just started walking again though mostly I mean, he still has to use a cane, but <laughs>
0: it's cool. it's not it's not quite Vinny Paz' story, but it's close <laughs> all, right. Paz. all right uh Jake, by the way, there's a rapper named Vinny Paz. I think you should look him at uh, look him up. I think you really like him.
1: I think he should fight the other Vinny Paz. Um,
0: I think at this point, I you know I I don't think my takedown's not awesome, but I don't think that guy can stop my takedown.
1: The, um, not uh, at this so point. I, I'll have I have to. I don't know why this thought just popped in my head, but I'll have to. I'll have to find out from Isaac, um, who it was. But Isaac had a friend where his um, his whole thing was. When he beat you he uh he took your moniker. Like it say if you were Jake the Hitman Thompson and he was Tony the president Not Hitman, yeah. Johnson. Shit. Yeah. So after he beat you, he took your he would take your moniker for his next fight. So he would then be Tony the Hitman, like
0: Yeah. Oh wow. It's like taking a scalp and your woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's there's a lot of child support he has to pay. I mean, I, like, I don't know, if you know you're,
0: if you know you're going to fight him and you know that's the thing he does, you're going with something gay. Like, I'm, like, I'm, and I mean, like, literally, I'm, like, Bill, come everywhere on him, covered in cum, co- swimming in bathtubs of cum. Uh... Baker, and then that dude would be like, "Hey, he's got a cause that next fight."
1: But that's that's. <laughs> and then, then he trips on his way into the octagon, and the fight doesn't even happen. And you're like, "Ah!" And so I've just been announced as Bill. <laughs> so no, no, no. Announcement, in the fight ever, like It's a it's a non decision. <laughs>
0: uh, he's all over the floor. <laughs> <We've>... <laughs> We've got Bill uh, Cum is all over the
1: all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy, um, and then oh, the the other opponent did not even walk down. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't want to trip. trip on the cum <laughs> Is there any, any any random guest in here That wants to fight Bill With cum all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> No, no, nobody It's going to go down as uh, no decision So it's not even going to affect your record Bill Um, In fact, you've lost your contract <laughs>
0: <laughs> you trained for six weeks
1: real hard. You,
0: you, you, you had you, you had little, morning weigh-ins. You're extra depleted. Your life sucked. And uh, now you're going to forever be known as, come on. Sir. Good job. Yeah. Okay?
1: <laughs> the worst part about it is no one will really properly respect how you did win that fight without yeah. throwing a punch.
0: <laughs> you no, know, you no, know, it's it's depressing. It's really depressing. All right, Jake, we got to wrap this up. I am I've made it back to uh, to Iron Asylum where I started my big loop on my walk to nowhere in this podcast. Oh, geez,
1: yeah, That's some things. So, so now I'm uh, now yeah, I'm here. It's I'm cold up, stuff.
0: It is fucking chilly. However, okay. I feel like hey, I'm here. Warm.
1: okay. Okay, so the one thing I do want to say to the listeners out there is like all of you in that walk Bill just made would die. Like you would all be dead. Like that that's just the way it is up here. That's why I think you can see a lot of Alaskan fighters.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And and I quick pick, uh Jared Cannonier is taking it over Robert Whitaker. Uh Jared Cannoner fights like he's got kids to feed. Because he's got kids to feed and if he fails he's got to go back to Dropping a hammer in Alaska in February, and if you have the opportunity to walk away from that, you're going to walk away from that, especially for greener pastures, uh, for you and yours. So, Jared Cannonier has taken the 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 fight with uh, Robert Will uh, Robert Whitaker, Death by Mauling, um, and uh, and in the main event, you know, um, ooh, I don't know, Justin Gaethje and Habib Nurmagomedov. I yeah, you know, I like I like uh Habib's style. I like that he takes people down and mauls them. Uh Justin Gaethje is a super duper uh wrestler. Um uh, I don't know if if Habib will be able to do that uh quite as easily. But um I'm excited for this one. I think that uh whatever Habib is on the ground, Justin Gaethje is that on, on the feet. And so it's gonna be ugly, it's gonna be violent, it's gonna be tough. Um normally Normally, my rule is go with the guy who's from the shittier place. However, I'm pretty sure Habib might be the second or third richest person in Dagestan now. So, uh, I'm going to say the guy from Missouri is probably from
1: the shittier place.
0: Um,
1: strike first, strike hard, no mercy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's uh, he's he's from misery. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going with... Uh, I'm going with the American on this one and uh I'm going with the Americans
1: all across the board. Yeah, that's how patriotic of you.
0: No, yeah, no, no, I just I really do believe that uh Jerry Cannonier is uh he's he's a a perfect example of what makes fighters from Alaska so fucking terrifying. That dude that dude oh, came I- into fighting as a heavyweight. He's fighting at 185. He came in as a heavyweight, um, and he still got that well, we heavyweight strength.
1: Yeah, we have our yeah. winter weight up here? Yeah, he doesn't have to
0: carry around his winter weight anymore. No, he's good. He's he shed that weight. Why? I mean, that's another reason that uh, Austin Vanderford out in Bellator has been so successful. Uh, he sheds that winter weight and just gets to fucking mauling people. There's nothing else to do here in the winter. But practice killing your friends. I'm excited for the winner here at Tenth Planet. My friends and I are gonna try and kill each other. Maybe we're gonna meet some other friends and kill each other. We got the the submission only uh tournament in November. You know, like maybe my friends at redemption, I haven't tried to kill each other we haven't tried to kill each other in a while with maybe we'll try to kill each other again. I don't know, man, I'm excited for this. All of this. I think this winner is gonna be great for practicing to kill each other.
1: Good. Well, and then the other thing is, we, you know, we got to put on a little fat just so we're not so fucking cold. Oh, dude, this um, is,
0: you know what? Like, if you're going to, and if you're a hunter and you go out into the bush to fucking shoot animals, you got to put on that winter weight because, uh, we got to survive. The park. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Um, that's going around the
1: block. Like, oh, hey, I'll go ahead and kill that real quick and eat it.
0: Dude, eat- but- I mean, this is one of those, those places where you can get mauled to death by a moose on a community uh, on a community trail. You know, like. Actually. Yeah. You know,
1: uh, funny, real quick, Victor Rodriguez story. Um, the um, so uh, I was um, so I was uh, I was living on the river, not like on the river, but like on the shores of the river, and um. And, like, I'm catching sockeye salmon. Um, and that's like, that's what I was using to eat. Like, that was, that was my food. Like, um, not even particularly a fan of sockeye, but there's a certain point in life where you're like, you gotta eat something, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I meet this, uh, this little kid and, um, and, like, I show him how to fly fish. It was really cool. Like I I mean he was doing all right, but like I was like, dude, like, there's like the, he showed, I he like he was fly fishing appropriately, but I was showing them the tricks that we use when we're cheating. Um like and uh I started talking to him somehow getting the conversation of boxing and mixed martial arts and he's like, Oh, my dad's a fighter I was like, Oh, who's your dad? Like, Oh, Victor Rodriguez. So, like one of my coolest experiences ever was um <clears throat> I think Victor Rodriguez's Child catch of fish, um, and it was uh, it was so neat. This and that's how small our community is. Where like that random kid you're fishing with is the um, the son of the guy that's going to the UFC,
0: and that's how small our little community is. So it it, yeah. it doesn't going going back to the karma thing. Like if you stay off the negative for a while and you don't dwell on the negative and uh, you know. The positive will come, and the positive will outshine the negative in, in a thousand different ways. Um, because I guarantee you, in the long run, Victor going to the UFC uh, is, a, is a much bigger deal than a lady that used to live here um, getting involved in a conversation with the mayor. Or a conversation about the mayor uh, yeah. of another town, of a place I don't live. But it's, that's how small it is, is that somebody you know can be involved in, you know, a scandal with the, the fucking mayor.
1: Well, it, yeah. um, and we, we've talked about this before. It's news a la carte. Like, yeah. Um, you know, you, you choose how you want your day to go. Do you want to wake up and be pissed off about, like, how the day is going to go or, you want, like, the world is a shithole or you know, or do you want to be like you know someone like dude like check this out just keep that a cool opportunity like the um I mean it's 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 freaking amazing and like do you want like do you want to see the potential in everything or do you want to see the negative in anything? Um I mean you get to choose. It's up to you. It's what you want. Um yeah, it's like you know, what what story do you want to read? What channel do you want to read? Like we're not there's so much of our media and so much of our stimuli that's being um, like, has a strong bias one way or the other. So I think uh, oddly enough, it starts off as a conversation about Victor going to the UFC and ends up with uh, what do you choose for your life?
0: And it's, and you know what, here's the thing. They're they're both applicable, man. Victor chose what he wanted and he's had his eye on a goal. and, And you and I know that, He's put in a lot of hours that people aren't going to see punching, uh, punching Seth Stacy's hands. Um, you know, like they, those dudes have put in a ridiculous. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the work uh, for for what it is that you're trying to achieve, and that's I think what we're all learning as the day goes by. But yeah, you can choose to be positive. You can choose to be negative, um, but it really is your choice. All right, I got. I've got to make it into the gym, ladies, gents. Go to Iron Asylum. Go to Redemption. Go to 10th Planet sold out. Now go to BMT. Get out of the house. Do something and be nice to somebody. Be nice to strangers. There you go.
1: Yeah. And small just be animals. Nice. Yeah, just be nice. Yeah. Be nice. It'll come Stop back to you. Duck. That one duck. one duck's a dick.
0: Ah, yeah. Yeah, but not dogs. Dogs
1: are great ducks. All right. No, dogs Later, my friend. Have a great day. <laughs>